Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Oh, I said that wrong. It is what it is. It is such a wonderful, wonderful morning. The sun is shining. The snow is not on the ground. The baby is sleeping. I think I'm going to try to do this podcast outside. I'm currently inside making a an, a pumpkin spice oat milk steamer. It's not a pile of poop. It is a coffee drink without the coffee, without the espresso. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh, I'm going to sneeze. Sorry for the nose noises. Um, I didn't have I didn't sneeze actually, I guess. So Oh, Christmas break. Oh, there's my pumpkin spice latte. Sorry about all the noises. Um, yes, lots of noises this morning. My baby's sleeping. I have the monitor on me. So there's that and the microwave. Yes, lots and lots of noises. I'm so, so sorry about all this. I wanted to get the podcast going this morning um, because I've had a really hard time Yes, my frother, you get all the noises. Great, great. It's like a party in here, you know? Um, It's like you're right in my kitchen, you know? Cleaning off the frother, all these things. So, lots of extra noises this morning. I do apologize. Now, I'm debating if I should go sit outside. Ooh, microphone hitting it. Wow, so many things. I think I might try sitting outside and see how that goes. Um, It's a beautiful 25 degree day. So it might be too cold, but we're gonna try it. So let's check out what we have for, oh, you know, it's not that cold out. Let's try it. Okay. So, Christmas break has been incredible. I'm actually going to put my contacts in while we chit-chat for in the beginning here. Um, Christmas break has been amazing. Um, I'm not sure if you're following things that we're doing or not, but... If you are, you know that we have been in California and then back to South Dakota. And, you know, we've been to Minnesota. We're just all over the place this holiday. But um, I'm loving it. And it's been really good to be able to be with lots of different parts of the family. Really, really good really fun way different you know keeps us on our toes every day looks different you know i'm kind of one of those people like i'm I'm kind of a mixture like there's these people that are routine people you know like that they, they like the same thing every single day you know and i am kind of that person but within the routine or like uh, yeah within the routine I like to change it up so if we have a routine but it looks different like you change the complete routine and now you have a new routine you know that kind of thing I think that's 
something that I really enjoy. Hmm. Trying to find a good spot out here. It's gorgeous this morning. I wish you could see this view. I wish I could properly describe what it's like out here. I mean, the sky is completely this deep ocean blue color. Oh, my, my monitor. Oh, the, the seats are frosted and my butt's getting wet. The trees are gorgeous green. I don't know, like a forest green, pine trees. And there's not a sound. Usually every morning there is a car driving or a helicopter going overhead. something but this morning it's so still anyways let's get into the podcast so as you can see by the title I'm going to be talking about toxic friends and healthy friends so first off now I, I wanted to talk about this because I was thinking about friendships recently and I was thinking about the value of friendship and the value that a really good friendship brings into your life. It brings joy, it brings um, community, it brings the truth. If you have a really good Christian friend, healthy Christian friend, it brings you closer to Jesus every single day. It uplifts your spirit when you're down, when you're in time of need. You're encouraged. You're challenged. A healthy friendship can bring so much color and scope your life whereas a toxic friend can make you tired and exhausted and worn out and drained and they just take and you're could be fearful and they take everything out of life and shrink your scope for life feel awful spirits from that kind of a relationship so first off I wanted to define to look up the definition for toxic so the first definition is poisonous the dumping of toxic waste very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way a toxic relationship poisonous substance 
Wow. So, I mean, it's deadly, you know, having a toxic anything in your life can kill you, literally. Maybe it would kill you. Maybe it would kill you spiritually. Maybe it would kill you physically, emotionally, relationally. I don't know. Now let's look up the word healthy. The definition of healthy, just on Google. Nothing special. In good health and a part of the body, not deceased. In um, conductive to or promoting good health. A part of the body. That's interesting. You know, maybe a healthy friendship makes you alive in the body of Christ. You know, a part of the body of Christ doing his work, doing his will. I don't know. Okay. So, do you have toxic friends? What makes a good friend? Okay, so I'm going to go through a different, a few lists and like a few different uh, things that make a toxic friend and a few things that make a good friend, okay? I have a lot of toxic things, okay? Um, now, I'm going to go through both, okay? And I have experienced both. I've been on the giving side of both. I've been on the receiving side of both, okay? I'm not perfect. And I've been in some situations that promote toxicity. And I've been in situations that promote health in friendships and relationships, so I'm not going to pretend that I've been perfect or that I've been had perfect relationships. I haven't. So this is why I maybe can talk a lot about toxic relationships because I've had them and I've been them. It's okay. So, but I also have experienced healthy friendships and healthy relationships. So I wanted to share a little bit about both. Okay. So let's just jump into it. First, I'm going to start with toxic. Um, yeah. Number one, influencing you to do things you know you shouldn't. Well, that's obvious, right? That's obvious. But let's dive a little deeper than that. They're always talking about other people. They're always wanting to talk about what other people are doing, what other people are experiencing. It's like... Are you not experiencing anything for yourself? No. So you just want to talk about other people. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. And small minds discuss people. I heard that once while I was in college. And I never forgot it. I think about it all the time. When someone starts like gossiping to me about somebody... 
I immediately think about this Eleanor Roosevelt quote. Great minds discuss ideas. Things like things you want to do, things you want to invent, or um, like talking about Jesus, talking about things that he's about, you know, like ideas, you know, things that you want to do, dreams and goals and visions, these type of things, you know, thinking about philosophical ideologies, things about like what, how the Lord maybe sees this, how we see this, how I see that, how you see that, just discussing ideas. Pumpkin spice steamer latte time. (laughs) Mm. So good. I can't emphasize how good that is. It's so good. Mm. So pumpkin-y and latte-y and oat milk-y. Okay. And then average minds discuss events. Things that happened on Twitter or things that people are talking about that happened, you know, or are going to happen. And then small minds discuss people. And it's bold. Because, yeah, there's things you can talk about people without talking about them. But it just, it limits your perspective in life because you're just talking about what other people have done or are doing and that doesn't broaden your horizon your your scope of the imagination for what you can be and become and and where you want to go and what you want to see change in the world and how you want to see the lord move in your life and move in the world you know um you're just focused on this right here right now they did this she said he said type of deal and that just it 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 doesn't grow you in your friendships it doesn't grow you in your mind it just is one gossiping and two it 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 brings you down you don't feel good after you do something like that you're you're not growing you're you're maybe temporarily building a, a superficial bond with the person you're with but if you don't have those things to talk about, then you don't have anything in common in your whole thread for your whole relationship. And you take that one talking about people and you snip it, you have nothing to talk about. Your whole relationship was based on what other people were doing. And what kind of friendship is that? It's not. It's toxic. Okay. Influence you to compromise. They influence you to compromise. That kind of goes in what in the beginning things you know you're not supposed to do but um a good like it's a toxic friendship they they know that you have a conviction about not drinking but then they want to influence you to drink now what kind of friendship friend is that why wouldn't a good friend would okay we're not talking about good friends right now we're talking about toxic friends okay but if you were a good friend on the opposite side of that, you would encourage them to not drink. You would encourage them to stick to their principles and their values and their morals. You know, you wouldn't encourage them to compromise what they've committed to themselves and to the Lord and to 
whatever, you know. You want to encourage and uplift. Okay, anyways. Manipulating you to do what they want you to do because it benefits them at your expense. Now, that is a huge red flag. Super toxic. Manipulating you to do what they want to do because it benefits them at your expense. Now, that is horrible. Um, example. Uh, let's say your friend wants you to have a party and you don't want to have a party because your parents are out of town, but your friend knows that your parents are out of town. So they, um, tell you that if you have a party at your place, they will, you know, get this one guy to talk to you and go on a date with you if you just have this party at your house and it benefits them and it's at your expense because kids in the party could drink and eat all the things in your house. They could break all the things in your house, steal all the things in your house and your parents could find out. Your neighbors could tell your parents. I mean, it just, it's, it's at your expense and it's just to benefit this person and you don't even want to do it and you don't want to take that risk, but your friend, so-called friend, toxic friend, is manipulating you. Now, no, that's not healthy at all. That's just one example. It could be in the workplace, you know. Let's say you, mm, you, hmm, a friend wants you to date their, their crush's best friend, like a guy or something, and your friend wants you to go on a double date with this guy and you don't want to go on a double date with this guy but she wants to go on a date with his best friend so she manipulates you and tells you that she will do some of your work for the next month at work if you go on this date and talk to your boss or something like to get you in trouble so you have to do it this kind of thing um And then she wants you to, you know, I don't know. It could be extreme where they want you to completely compromise your your values. Or it could be something even tiny like doing this double date and you don't want to. That that's not that's not encouraging and uplifting. You don't feel good. You know, after hanging out with that person, you feel manipulated and controlled and it's not good. Um, Yeah, they're always trying to one up you. They can't just celebrate you. Um, You're having a conversation with your friend and you finally, you know, achieved this weight goal that you've been going after because you've been a mom and you've needed to lose weight and and then they you finally get your weight goal like what you were before you had the baby or whatever, whatever, whatever. And they come up to you and they're like, "Well, I went past my weight goal or something like that." And they can't just celebrate what you've done and encourage you and uplift you know they have to one up whatever you've done you know whatever you've done they have to do it better and they have to tell you that they've done it better they can't just encourage you and 
and make it about you if, if that's what the conversation's about. You have to make it about them. In everything, they have to make it about them. Um, you never feel supported. You always feel like the rug is being taken out from under you when you least expect it. Maybe you feel supported in one moment, but then the next moment they just pull the rug out from under you um, because it benefits them. Or um, you're just not encouraged and uplifted. You feel like they're trying to step on you to get to where they want to go. Um, there's no compassion in your friendship and in your conversation. They don't empathize with the situations that you might going through. Maybe you broke up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and they just tell you to get over it. They're not there, you know, for you. There's not, um, maybe you're struggling through something and, um, you know, Maybe you have like a connection to this one boy or girl and you can't get, you can't seem to forget about them. Well, your friend isn't going to be like helpful if they're toxic. You know, they're just going to be whatever, whatever. They're just going to not care, essentially. You just need to get over it. You know, say things like, they might say things like, well, you you seriously have an issue like how come you can't just look past this or um I'm so sick of hearing about this person or that person you know like they just don't have any compassion for what you're going through or empathy um you always feel minimized when they brush off your problems or ignore outright if they never like they just like completely minimize the things that you're going through and they brush you off they brush off your problems they ignore outright and and they never respond to your messages or requests for help now texting can be a little iffy in this category because texting in a lot of people's books I think maybe more so now people think that texting is as urgent as a call but in my book if you want to talk to me right now you will call you know like you just broke up with your boyfriend and you want a shoulder to cry on well you know a good friend would be there you know but you know if you call you know I'm gonna answer if I'm available if I can't answer, I won't, but I'll call you back. You know, that kind of thing. But um, I know that if someone calls, they want to chat right now. But if they text, it's whenever you get the time to chat back. You know, texting is, in my book, I'm not the best texter. I am and I'm not. You know, if I see it's urgent, yes, I will get to it right away. But if, if, if it's not urgent... I, if, if you need if it's an urgent I know you'll call you know what I mean and maybe I'm an older person you know a millennial old people and that's what they think but um texting to me is like you're casually 
chatting with me and it's whenever it's convenient for you type of thing um so back to this um a toxic friend won't respond when you really need help um they will minimize and brush off the things in, that you're going through they'll they'll say it's not that big of a deal or you just need to get over it tips like things like this they're not um they don't want to listen. They don't want to take the time for you and what you're going through. Like, they'll listen. They'll expect you to listen to them and what they're going through. But they don't have the time for you and what you're going through. They'll just brush it off and minimize it and ignore it outright. Um, gosh. Horrible. I've experienced this. And um, I've been the person on this side that's just awful. Anyways. Jesus is amazing, right? <sighs> he can make anyone new. Okay. In short, they aren't there for you when you need a friend most. And that's the worst. That's really the worst. They're not even a friend. Yeah, they're toxic, but they're like a frenemy almost. Like, or just an enemy, you know? I mean, I don't know. Like, no one should ever be your enemy, but gosh that person's not for you you know Ugh. it's gross if you bring up your feelings and they you bring up their feelings and they gaslight you diminish your emotions or deny any responsibility often there's poor communication tactics also go hand in hand with pretending that none of this happened after they have cl calmed down they might even expect you to forgive and forget and just go on. Gosh. It's so horrible, all these things. It makes me sick. You're not even a friend, really. People come to you and they are vulnerable with you and then you gaslight them and diminish their emotions or deny and deny any responsibility that you may have messed up. You may have said something that was off. You may have done something that wasn't exactly Jesus. Okay. So in order to rectify any relationship, you would need to be humble and go low in this situation. But no, a toxic person would pretend like nothing happened and then expect you to forgive and forget it's kind of like abuse in a way a lot of pride going on there they diminish your emotions ish and deny any responsibility that's hecka pride um I kind of already mentioned this next it's not reciprocal um healthy friendships are about give and take and if your friendship feels like it's all give and no take it could be a sign of unhealthiness um i did read an article dr peck says she points out that there are certain times where a friend might feel the need to support need more support than the other but a consistent imbalance is toxic and emotionally exhausting for the one always giving more of themselves one common example of a non-reciprocal friendship is if you spend time listening to and supporting your friend but they are 
are too busy when you need a listening ear or supportive hand. I kind of already mentioned that um, it's one-sided, bro. Like, you are giving, 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 and it's emotionally exhausting and draining and you are feeling the effects of Jezebel all up and down. You know, it's a spiritual thing, but you know, whatever. And you are, like, not receiving friendship in response, in, in, like, in response of all the giving. And it's not like in a friendship you expect it, but in a way you don't need to expect it because a friendship isn't like you're, like, pining away for something you know for you to get something you just give freely because you love that person right that's a good friendship and you don't need to say oh I listened to you last time you need to listen to me you don't need to talk about that or have that conversation you just do it but when it's not happening on its own well then you maybe need to reevaluate again is this the right friendship for me They try to control your other relationships. A toxic friend might attempt to isolate you from other friendships or potential romances. They may do this by frequently expressing negative opinions about certain people in your life or becoming possessive and try to demand most of your free time for themselves. This is horrible and super, super toxic. Um... have been on the receiving and giving side of this which I'm sad to say um yeah it's a really horrible situation to be doing that to people as well as to be um on the receiving side of this um if you are experiencing this then you need to have a conversation with them you know, and let them know, like, this is just not healthy, and then you will need to distance yourself, um, from them, you know, you continue to pray for them, but you will need to distance yourself, this is, they're trying to control up and down the things that you do, not good, um, if they're, if they're trying to isolate you and keep you under their control, it's a bad sign, A friend might feel insecure about your friendships with others or feel rejected and left out. That's so interesting. Like the rejection spirit and left out. So they try to control and isolate you and just keep you as their own friend and keep you in like their control. Oh, it's such a yucky feeling. A healthy friendship is one where these things can be talked about or worked through without trying to control the other person to make you feel better. Um... Like, a healthy friendship, you can hold that person with an open hand. If they make other friendships, good job. Like, it's a win for both of you. Like, you know, like, you want to be able to be friends and hang out with this person when it's, it's like, a good time for both of you. You can't be connected to that person at 24-7. You know, maybe if you're single and um, in middle school or high school, you know, maybe you can be with them most of your life. You know, and that's cool, but um, not if you're dating or in sports or in college or married or you have kids. Um, So another thing Dr. Peck adds is unhealthy 
Relationships that operate based on control often also operate on power. The person wants to isolate you from others so they can more easily control your actions. Ugh, it's so sick. Yeah, this um, is super unhealthy. Um, if you're doing this to somebody, um, I would encourage you to just get alone with the Lord and, and write down why you're feeling this way. It might be, like they said earlier, like 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 we said earlier, like the reject, you might feel rejected or left out from maybe that friend is making other friends and you just feel like you're not included or that your friend, your best friend or whatever is making new friends and that you might like their new friend might be you, what you think is better than you, which is completely toxic and wrong because you're you and you can't be compared to anyone else. But, um, yeah, so your uniqueness makes you fabulous and different and wonderful. And so, um, yeah, get alone with the Lord. Why do you feel rejected? Why do you feel left out? Why? Or or maybe it's not that at all. Or I don't know what it is. Usually you're feeling rejection. I think that's usually the, the main root of why someone would try to control someone else. Are deer watching me? Or birds? There's either deer or some birds watching me behind me in the woods. Yeah. Hopefully it's not a mountain lion. I think it's birds. Anyways. Yeah. They're listening to our talk. It's great. Friendship. The friendship is inconsistent and unpredictable. Some friendships might have rough patches and friends disagree every now and then, and that's normal. But a constant rotation of high and low moments is not healthy. So so pay attention to that. Are you experiencing super high highs and super low lows or lots of highs and lots of lows? Or is it is it consistent? You know, if it's inconsistent and lots of highs and lots of lows, then... Um, and it's just so unpredictable and you don't know what's going to happen, then maybe it's not healthy. Maybe you need to evaluate or your friend needs to evaluate or maybe you need to take some time apart, you know? Or maybe you need to not be friends for now or or just not, not be friends but take some time away from each other a good long time and see if that friendship is really the friendship that you need. Um, if it If you feel better when you're away from that person, then that might be a really good um, sign, you know? Okay. Sometimes in harmful relationships, there's a cycle where there's a honeymoon phase. It feels really good and the person's really nice to you for a while. You feel on top of the world and everything's fine. Um, Dr. Carlson explains, then it shifts to being more hostile and harmful. And there's usually a, a crisis point where something really upsetting happens. And just as you're about to end that relationship, they pull you back in with kind, sweet behaviors. I've seen this with um, my friends of friends, that this person would be so manipulating and so controlling and, um, like, have these crazy, like, upsetting spells and then turn around and just be so sweet and just pull them back in. And because they're so charismatic and sweet and charming... They just pull them right back in and they just cycle through. And these are just friends, you know, and that can happen just with friends. It can also happen in romantic relationships. Um, and 
it's uh, really harmful. Oh, and it hurts that both people. It's just, yeah. They're not consistent or genuine. That cycle is a sign of a problem. A healthy friendship shouldn't feel like a roller coaster where you never know where you stand with the person or how they might treat you. Um, they might try to hurt your reputation. A signal that it's time to distance yourself from a friend is that if they make a calculated and intentional decision to spread a rumor or gossip about you, you know, you have lots of friends and if your so-called friend goes to other some of your other friends and starts slandering you or telling things about maybe you may or may not have done or maybe taking the truth of what you've done which isn't a bad thing and they twist it and make it sound really bad or just make something completely false up you know um that's a that's a huge sign you know you may need to reevaluate this friendship the friendship is conditional just like romantic relationships friends should accept and love you for exactly who you are a friendship that is conditional which means that it's based on you doing certain things wearing certain things or being a certain way can be destructive uh if i would have known these things back in high school would have been wonderful um yeah, if I would have known these things on the giving and receiving side, thank you very much. It would have been way wonderful. Way wonderful. Not just wonderful, way wonderful. Um, excuse me, it was a pumpkin spice latte moment. Um, yes, I'm still drinking pumpkin spice latte after Christmas. Thank you. So... Um, if it's conditional, you are always going to have to change who you are and try to become this person that your friend wants you to be. And, you know, honestly, you're never going to be able to live up to that because you aren't this imaginary person that they're trying to come up with. You're you and you're naturally you. And that's a good thing. And don't stop being you you trying to be somebody else is exhausting and it doesn't work and you can't be a copy of something else or somebody else it's never going to work and you're just um you're just not as good of a copy version copied version of somebody it's a a lesser version of something desired but the original you is the best you and if you're always trying to be the best you you can be, that is the biggest treasure. And if someone doesn't see that, well then they obviously don't see the value in you and they're not worth spending time with and investing time in. A good friend will see the magnificent value that you bring to the table and will treasure the gifts and um, the value that you bring, the 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 wonderful, the fun things that you, of who you are, you bring that to the table and that's what that person should desire and want to do and be and experience with you, you know.
this is a friend that only supports you when they agree with you or when they approve. In healthy friendships, differences are accepted and welcomed. Support is based in care for the person, not in always being on the same page as them. And so, if, let's say, you are making a pie and with your friend and you say that the crust needs to be, you know, defrosted or a certain way, like out on the, sorry, my baby is up now. It needs to be defrosted on the counter and you or your friend says it needs to be on the counter and you say it needs to be in the fridge. Well, now your friend starts to manipulate you and try to get you to do it her way because she thinks that it's better. And if you do it your way, then you're not a good friend. You're not going to make a good pie. It's going to be ruined. Um, All these things. Well, let's say you both agree. Let's change that step. And now she is most agreeable because you... um, are doing it her way on the counter and she's all good now you know um maybe you do two pies and you each do one your own like way or something but a friend who supports you only when they agree with you or when they disapprove like there's another another example would be like mm, she wants you to date this guy or say this thing to this guy and you don't want to but because you are going along with it she's super super agreeable with that oh gosh I got distracted my baby woke up and now is walking around so thankfully he's not so loud um But if you do things the way they want, they are happy. But if you do things your own way, it's not okay. And you're not a good person because of that. Uh, This is really hard to manage, you know. Um, Pray for them that they would come to the Lord and seek assistance from God in this way because maybe you need to step away and pray for them but if you are in a relationship where you can't necessarily get out of it let's say you're married and this is kind of happening well yeah pray for that person who's doing that your spouse or whatever and that they would encounter the lord and that the lord would you know encounter them in this situation yes he wants to come sit on my lap while I talk to you. I'm sure he he just wants the remote or the remote, the microphone. He loves the microphone. You want to say something? You going to say something? Say hi. He put his mouth on the rem- on the microphone. Okay. Yeah. Because they the only one that can change their heart is the Lord in this situation. Okay, next. Let's go on to talk about good friendships. 
Oh, he's upset. Come here, sit by me. I fixed the problem. I gave him his own mic. And this solved the problem immediately. So hopefully he's not trying to get my mic. Um, okay. Good friendships. Good, healthy friendships. They spend time with Jesus daily. <laughs> well, yes. Because if your friend is spending time with Jesus daily, um, it might look different than the way you do it, but that's okay. But if they're spending time with the Lord, that means that the <gasps> Lord has... Yes, you have your own remo- your own mic. That means that the Lord has time to re- to reproof and you know mold their heart and the, and they're giving access to the 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 lord access to their heart where they can be changed and and um and like just purified by Jesus and um the lord can speak to them about xyz issue and um you're going to get a good count if they're like if you go to this friend for counsel or um their input or when you're going through a hard time like they are spending time with the lord and they are in the word they are hearing biblical truths daily so so they are going to give you counsel based on what jesus might would say you know hopefully it's so important and that's the foundation of a healthy relationship is jesus right if you don't have Jesus in your life, then you're gonna have not you're not gonna have a good foundation and it's gonna allow you to go in every which way and, and allow you to be swayed by whatever comes your way, whatever mood you're in, whatever um spirit is in the room that you might be in that day, or whatever is running rampant or in your house or in your life, you know. Um Okay, next. They ask you questions about you. They don't just talk about themselves the whole time. They want to genuinely know how you are and what you've been up to. This is a really good sign for a really healthy friendship. They are interested genuinely in what's going on in your life. What the Lord is speaking to you about. Um, They're genuinely um, wanting to hear about your day even if it's a mundane kind of day they want to know the ins and outs of what's going on with you and um celebrate if there's something to celebrate they want to mourn with you if there's something to mourn they want to um just celebrate the mundane or be in the mundane with you or chit chat about what you've been thinking about that day or um you know just go on a walk together to hear about what the Lord is speaking to each about or I know I know my microphone looks fun too um he's interested in my microphone of course because I'm talking into it talking to your microphone there la 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 <laughs> he's putting his mouth on the microphone it's adorable um yeah they are just genuinely interested in you and what you are about and what your life is about um yeah next they cry with you when you are in pain and they mourn with you um when you're mourning and they feel for you they empathize with you they have compassion on you oh they have compassion on you and on your life and and what 
you are doing in your life. Um, they genuinely are interested and, and they genuinely want you to have the best and the, the good and the best in life. Like, um, So when you're mourning something horrible that maybe happened to them, you are genuinely praying with them and for them and wanting the best for them to overcome this situation you know you you care and you you put aside maybe something that you might normally do or you need to get done to be with them to just sit maybe you don't have any words to say but you're just there you just go to lunch and and you just um sit together and um read the word or something because there's nothing to say because it was hard thing it was a hard thing you know like just being there for them I think I'm about to say that soon here um they listen they're not wanting to talk only about themselves I kind of already said that but they're wanting genuinely wanting to listen to what you have to say they're not trying to one-up you they're not trying to um listen so that they can just talk again you know they want to genuinely just yeah exciting here they just want to hear about you they want to hear about your life they want to be involved and they want to um listen to listen they want to listen to um know to learn they want to listen to learn about you and about what's going on they want to listen to help they're not listening so they can talk again they're listening to um give more to you you know when you're in need uh, or you're mourning or you're or if you're celebrating they still are listening to celebrate they're listening to encourage oh they're listening to uplift and and they want you to succeed okay um they think about you oh they think about you and tell you um they think about you and they pray for you and then they they tell you when they're thinking about you they don't have to all the time but maybe they do once in a while or you know they're just thinking about you and loving you from a distance or whatever and they're praying for you and and they let you know that that's a wonderful friend a friend that's praying for you that is so good um yeah this podcast might get a little rough because the baby is up now so we'll do our best um oh gosh okay i i thought i had to sneeze um they're there for you when you need them uh like the toxic relationship was just never there for you a good healthy friend is not always like a like um codependent on you but they are there for you when they need you they're not all might not always be there like at every moment of your life like codependency but they when you need them they will be there they will meet you at the coffee shop and you can cry on their shoulder or you know you got the job promotion so you want to celebrate with them you go to dinner and they'll be there you know you have um a, a show you're in and they show up you know, they, they come to watch you and celebrate all the hard work you've put into the show. You know, they um, they they are available for you. They, they, they want to give their life, part of their life to you. And um, 
they're happy to do so. Um, they're honest. They're not telling you something, you know, just so that you can leave them alone or whatever. But they're telling you the honest truth, you know, of what you need to hear, even though it might be hard, even though it might be difficult for your friend, you know, for the for you to hear it. But they tell you the truth because they love you and that they know that that's the best thing for you. Um, that's a really good friend, you know, a, a, a toxic friend or a friend just might not care and they might just say whatever just so you'll leave them alone and so that they can talk about them again or um, a, a friend that's not a good friend um, might just um, might just say the easy thing and, and not really care that, you know, you're going through a hard thing and they'll just maybe say, you know, whatever is easiest and they don't want to make waves or step on your any toes or um, cause any problems. They might just say whatever just so that you get them out of, they get you out of their hair, you know, kind of thing. Or so that they don't have to put a lot of thought into it or um, they just don't care, you know. A good friend will speak from the heart. They will, um, they will share um, from the truth that they've learned from the Lord. They're going to take time for you and slow down and, um, and, and, and genuinely, um, think about an answer if you need help or a situation and take the time to, uh, evaluate and reevaluate before they just give you an answer, um, or, um, give you advice you know they really want to give you the best advice they want to um, see that your best interests are at heart you know they want to give you the best advice they can maybe they seek counsel from somebody else on your behalf um, but they are trying to give you the best that they have you know they have good intentions kind of couples with the last one but they, they want to see you exceed. They want to see you go farther than themselves. They want to see you live out your dreams and your goals and your visions and the things that you desire to do, the Lord that the Lord's put on your heart. They want to see you do that to the very best of your ability, and um, they'll help you do whatever it takes to get there. That's such a good friend. Um, a quality friend is trustworthy. Not only are your secrets safe with them, but but so are your vulnerabilities and your fears and your weirdness. You are free. You can trust that person to be free, to be as weird as you are at any moment. You can feel free to be as vulnerable as you need to be. Your deepest insecurities and fears about life and about the Lord and about the future, um, you can be vulnerable with them and they won't turn it on you or gaslight you or hurt you um, based on those insecurities or fears or vulnerabilities and your weirdness won't get turned back on you but it will be celebrated you know um, they can help you overcome your fears and your in, in your insecurities and vulnerabilities and 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 show you how strong you are and um, how strong the Lord is in you and that you don't have to be this 
whatever whatever person but that in the lord you are all that and more so anyways um i'm gonna leave it there because um i think that's all i have for you today but i hope that you enjoyed this please 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 subscribe and leave a review and share this with a friend you know yeah 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 share with a friend and yeah and so thank you so much for listening i love you guys and i'll see you talk to you next time